Hello and welcome everyone. You are listening to The Crack. This is the podcast where I ask you what's the crack. <laughs> so what's the crack guys? Get in touch, let me know. Hope you're all well. Uh, the time of the year it is and say happy Christmas, but I hope you had a happy Christmas. We're in between Christmas and New Year. It's that kind of um, no man's land of time where some folk are back to work, some folk aren't, some folk are still eating like shit, some folk are disciplined beyond belief. Um, I don't know which one you fall into. So wherever you are, hope you're healthy, hope you're well, hope your Christmas day was drama free and full of joy. Hopefully. Not everyone can have that. <laughs> but I hope yours is one of the good ones, you know? If you have wee ones, I hope you didn't have to get up too early. I think my sister told me my nieces appeared with their stockings at quarter past two in the morning. Uh, <laughs> uh, they were convinced to go back to bed, uh, you know? So I think as long as you get up after, say, six... I think it's not the right time. As long as you get up after six of your wee ones. Hopefully that was alright. And if you don't have wee ones, I hope you had a nice morning, pleasant, nice cup of coffee or tea or hot chocolate or bucks fizz, depending on what you're up to. Dinner with the family. I say dinner, lunch. Maybe watch the uh, King's Speech. I've never watched one of those speeches on TV. I've never really given a fuck, but you know. Each to their own. I think some folk are pretty disciplined. Like, oh, we did open our, we, we, we did open our presents until the Queen has, in fact, until the King has spoken on Christmas Day. Yeah, that's good. Big change. I thought how funny it would have been if uh, they pre-recorded the Queen's speech. So instead of uh, the King appearing suddenly, it's just the Queen giving a speech from beyond the grave. Well, yeah, no, whatever you got up to. Hope you were well. Um... Apologies if you enjoyed last year's audio drama. Um, I'm a lazy bastard and I'm busy and like I said, I'm lazy. I had every intention of doing an audio drama again this year, but um, I think it was December the 2nd when I start, when I sat down with a pad of paper and I was like, right, okay, so what we got to do this year? Last year I did a noir. This year, maybe I'll try a comedy, or I'll try something with a bit of romance. Um, not like, <laughs> just complete festive smut. No, it was going to be, um, it was going to be, you know, people falling in love over Christmas, but it's going to be audio drama. And luckily, I live with my dear Charlotte, so, you know, I have access to a female voice. Yeah, there's going to be maybe two characters in this one. Uh, so I sat there on the 2nd of December to write it, and... Didn't even get halfway through the first draft of the plot. Next year, maybe guys, next year. Although I'll start a few months earlier because this year, this year, this morning, I was listening to a podcast. It's called The Truth. Um, they're audio dramas, a half an hour in life. But the episode I was listening to it was an interesting one. It was about the making of their podcast. And they were saying each episode takes about six months. And I mean, I'm nowhere, you know, fuck, I'm nowhere near that level of... Uh, I don't know, professionalism, standard. You know, I'm not saying I'm that good, but starting on the 2nd of December was very ambitious for me. So maybe, maybe, uh, maybe I'll give it a bit longer this year. And then I was like, okay, if I can't uh, do an audio drama, I'll just do a special episode. You, you know, like the true crime ones I've done or the um, Big Grey Man of Ben McDewey. I was going to just do one on Christmas because, you, you know, it's, 
very weird that we have a tree in the living room, things like that. And um, I was going to do an episode about how that came to be. Why do we have trees? Why is there a Santa, you know? Um, so I started researching it and I was looking back at the Yuletide thing from the fucking Norse beliefs and the pagans and all that kind of stuff. And Jesus, of course, you know, the birth of uh, birth of Jesus back in Bethlehem. And um, also, jeez, oh, what an amount of stuff. So again, my laziness, my last minute unpreparedness really sort of fucked me on that one. So I do apologise for no specials. So this is the closest thing to a crack podcast Christmas special. You're getting this uh, in-between episode, which I have no plan for. I'm just sitting down. Charlotte's away out with uh, one of her best friends having a, I was going to say breakfast. She left at like quarter to ten. It's now ten past one in the afternoon. Here I am just getting to it. Yeah, she went for breakfast. So just me in the flat with the wee chihuahua. Wee chihuahua wearing her wee uh, jumper because she gets <laughs> She gets cold. <laughs> Cute little fucking thing. Mm-hmm. So yes, me in the flat. Um, so what's been going on around here? Yeah, so we had Christmas. I was... Oh, woo, it was me. I was working. Uh, day shift. Christmas Eve. Christmas Day. Um, Christmas Eve. It's my mum's birthday. And she was in Inverness with my dad getting Christmas stuff. You know, I don't know, parsnips or whatever. And they didn't ask food. And... Um, Swung by work, so I went outside and gave her a hug and got to see her on her birthday. And then Christmas Day, saw Charlotte in the morning, you know. We'd, uh, <laughs> we, oh Christ, just must have been kicking the chairs. Uh, because it was Christmas Day, we'd um, planned to get up early and have coffee and maybe a special breakfast. But I start work at half seven, so I leave the flat at seven. So on a normal day, I'm getting up a quarter to six. Um, so I set the alarm for half five, quarter past five. We've gone to bed early the night before. And yeah, but we're going to get up and have our Christmas breakfast. And <laughs> half past six, we both woke up. You know, it was like I've seen at home alone. We slept in! Panic. Fuck. Um, so very quick coffee, um, very quick cinnamon bun for breakfast and then to work work was lovely, uh, everyone brought in some food and by god I think I ate more there than I would have normally at home, the amount of food and then I came home, night time Charlotte very lovingly made us a wee Christmas dinner, but we'd planned to watch a film and stuff like that, I was fucking shattered so I was falling asleep in the chair and just like an old man early night and I was night shift on Boxing Day, so I got to sleep in the morning, and it was, uh... I mean, I still had to sleep through the day, but it was nice to have a long lie-in. But, yeah, that was, that was Christmas. So it didn't really feel like a Christmas this year. Next year, hopefully, we'll be working then, so we can do something. It's very nice. And I'm sitting here wearing my new hoodie. <laughs> new socks. Feeling all... Feeling all comfortable. What else has been going on? Uh, we went down to Edinburgh for the Christmas market. The, uh, what was that on the 20th? I went down the 22nd, spent the night, and that was cool. Um, sort of last minute decision, so we just quickly looked at hotel prices in Edinburgh. Uh, I mean, I, I drove, we didn't even look at the train, you know, I don't know how much that would cost. It's easy to drive down, just motorway. So we looked at hotel prices, 
and something in the city, like the city of Edinburgh itself, was about £300 for the night. So fuck that. And um, I'd gone down for training with work. That's where I did my uh, call handling course and then mentor course. And they put us up in a Premier Inn out by the airport. And I remembered this. So we looked up that one instead. That was £59 for the night instead of 300 And it's right by a tram stop. So obviously we went with that, £59 for the night. And then the tram was like, I don't know, £3. So yeah, the tram's cool. I've never been, no, I had been on the tram before. I've been in the tram for training. But no, I've never been, yeah, I felt quite nifty. Kind of city folk. That was very nice. Went down to Edinburgh. Um... Like I said, just drove down, rained the whole way. The week before, it had been very icy, very snowy. So I'd been kind of... I don't mean... I don't say nervous, but the idea of driving over the Slocht and Drumochter. Uh, they're very high points on the road, by the way. Just a stroke my ego here. But a few more international listeners. So hello to the Australians, Italians, French, and... Um, God, I'm sorry, where were you? Oh, the Americans, yeah. <laughs> hello, New York State and Jersey. Yeah, so these parts of the road, the Slocht and Dermocht, are very high points. Um, they can be troublesome with the snow. Uh, so the week before Christmas, it had been snowing icy, and the idea of driving down was a bit like, oh, fuck, don't want to do that. And then it was all gone. Absolutely fine. It just rained the whole way down. Very Scottish. Um, like it was raining so heavily that I didn't have the cruise control on at any point. The wipers were constant. Go down to Edinburgh. First world problem right here. The um, hotel sent us an email being like, oh, here's the postcode for the hotel, but put this one into your sat-nav. So, okay, there you go. To do and Well, that one took us to some weird, like, rent an office space. Um, so we just turned around and put in the actual hotel sat-nav, and it now postcode for the sat-nav, and it took us right to the door. So I don't know what they're playing at there. Could be some sort of con. Could be... Organ harvesting could be a bunch of, uh, you know, if I go around the corner, maybe a bunch of empty cars where the occupants had been <laughs> murdered for their organs. But no, um, it's a Premier Inn hotel, very comfortable. I'm not being sponsored for this, but you know what I mean? You get your fucking bed and you get a shower and the TV's on, you know, it's fine. Got the tram into the city, uh, met a friend for drinks. She works on the Royal Mile, so we went to where she works. Which was a sort of cosy pub. <laughs> That's very nice. Uh, I was meant to have dinner plans, it didn't quite go to fruition, so we ended up having a Chinese takeaway back in the hotel room, which, yeah, it sounds boring and depressive, but I love it. I love that comfortable hotel room, just me and Charlotte chilling out. Went around the Christmas market at night time, you know, you get the ambient, it was dark and all that. No, it, it was dark, but the market was well lit with the wee lanterns and things. And um, my old man sort of, well, not putting that price, sort of kicked in. I was kind of shocked at the prices of things. I'm not putting fucking five pounds for hot chocolate. What are you talking about? It's just milk and cream. Yeah. So, um, I don't want to sound like a total knob, but the market itself kind of had like a very fake feel to it, which I know what you're thinking, well, no shit, Lewis, obviously it does, it's not, you know, it's not Germany, you know, it's not German market, yeah, but like, the wee things that sell the, you know, the bubbles and the, I don't know what else they fucking sell, hats, candle holders, 
Breaking Bad pictures, and you know, all that stuff. I think it's owned by like one company and they have this like sort of click, copy and paste thing going on. So it's all the same. And uh, I mean, the smells of the food, that's the best thing, I think. I'm not even sure if that's genuine smell. I think it's pumped those smells out from like a special fan, but the smells are fantastic. Um, but yeah, the stuff they sell is kind of crap. And we went back in the next day, got the tram again. Uh, this time, uh, as I mentioned in the last episode, um, I was going to go to an old friend of mine. She has a bakery down there, which I've never been to before. Uh, it's very cool, very exciting that, you know, what an achievement. And that was on Leith Walk. So we got the tram. Sorry, that's the wee chihuahua. Just having a good shake over there. She's going to wander outside because she knows I'm not paying attention to her. Where was I? So yeah, so we got the tram in. Um, I think we got the last stop, which I think is St. Andrew's Square. Doesn't make a difference. Uh, wandered along Leith Walk. Chica, do you mind? Do you apologise, everybody? That's the chihuahua just moving over on the couch. What a amount of space that dog takes up for such a small thing. Wonder down Leith Walk. Um, honestly, it's five minutes from the like absolute centre of Edinburgh. But what a difference it is. I'd, I'd never been down there before. Um, I mean, I'd taken a few calls at work for down there, but I'd never gone down before. <laughs> um... It's just got such a, I don't want to say homey, but yo, homey, no, like a cozier, I think community is the word I'm looking for. Much nicer space. Um, there'd be a bunch of fucking purists. Don't worry, Prince's Street's clearly, you know, I mean, I don't really care for Edinburgh. Uh, if I'm honest, I don't like it. I prefer Glasgow by far. And I'm not going to get into that, but... Yeah, walking down Leith Walk, absolutely lovely. Uh, more independent stores, more... It's a nicer vibe. I don't know, it wasn't all stuck up. It, oh God, I'm going to really offend the Edinburgh listeners. It didn't have that sort of Edinburgh snobby... sheen. It was it was like an actual little... community, yeah, I think that is the word. And we're going along, and we found a wee Italian cafe. So we had breakfast, and for the second time in my life, I had haggis with a cooked breakfast. So I spent my whole life in Scotland, guys, and I've had haggis twice in my life with a cooked breakfast, and both times it's been in Edinburgh. <laughs> I don't think it's a Scottish thing. I think it's a tourist thing, because haggis is a dinner, not a breakfast. Anyway, absolutely delicious breakfast, delicious coffee. Uh, lovely wee place. I really wish I remembered the name of it, because I would mention it on here. It's just so nice. Um... And we continue down Leith Walk, and then you get your like army surplus store with the those wee badges. And you're like, who, who wears these things and doesn't feel that? What was it? Some sort of it's like a badge you'd stick on your, you know, pack. Um, you know, you'd sew it onto your jacket. But it was just something like. It was something, oops, I was just fucking, I was in the window and I looked at it, I was like, Charlotte, who wears that? And it was something, it was along the lines of, I carry a gun, but I have two loads, one for my enemies and one to 
blasting my woman or something like that. And there was like a bullet that looked like sperm. And like, who? Does somebody wear that thinking that's funny? Is that is that funny? It reminds me of um, when I worked in in Tesco, and there was this very very. Oh, I'm going to say nasty here, guys. All right, okay, here. Well, maybe in judgmental, we're talking about. Here you go. So this very, very skinny. To d- describe him as nerdy, um, not to cause offence. Very nerdy, skinny guy was in, and I mean, he's a type of guy that honestly looks like a powerful shower would knock him to you know to the bottom of the bath. And, you know, uh, probably what you call a neck a beard if you're into the online type of stuff. And he's going to be and he had this t-shirt on. And it was something like the the back of it. it had the word fuck written on it. And yes, I swear. I swear to my I swear around my friends. Um that's why I swear on this podcast, because it's like, you know, I'm talking to friends. Um and I do have friends, this isn't just me talking to the empty room. I mean I am talking to an empty room, but I do have friends. And uh, this this guy's t shirt. It was like I'll look the devil in the fucking eye and tell him to bring it on and he knows to fear me. And it was just like <laughs> Of everything you own, is that the best thing to wear right now? Because what's my point? I have no point being a judgmental bastard. But yeah, back to Leith Walk, a little tour of Edinburgh here. So I'm going down Leith Walk, and it's like one of those comic stores. I didn't go in, but you know the ones that sell like action figures of older films. You know, you make it like a RoboCop diecast model or something like that going along. And then I found uh, my friend's bakery, and. It was delightful. Like the, I haven't spoken to her in years, and like I'm not her parent or anything. I'm not one of her parents or that. But like the, the pride, I felt like, my God, look at this. This is absolutely amazing. What are you? <laughs> it's fantastic. Um, it was a big cheesy grin. Went inside. Uh, it was lovely. There's all these Polaroids of all the dogs that I visited and things like that. And it's a dog friendly cafe. So if you want to bring your dog, go right ahead. Um. Big selection of things in the window. This is like an advert. Big selection of things in the window to go in. You know, bakes. Everything seems like freshly baked. And it smells of fantastic coffee. And I like coffee. Yeah, so that was that was lovely. There was an absolutely delightful... I was going to say girl. A young woman working behind the uh, counter. And very friendly, very warm. I think she was American or Canadian. I didn't ask. Not one of those. Where are you from? You know, not like that. But... Um, very friendly, and asked my friend who's working. She was in the back, obviously trying to keep up with demand, and then there's me wanting to take her away from her work. So we had a catch-up, five-minute chat. I got a s'mores cookie thing. Like a s'more, yeah. You know, like one of those American s'mores. And a coffee. And it was absolutely, it was delicious. Absolutely fantastic. And walked along, just fucking chuffed to bits. So if you're in Edinburgh, guys... And you feel like going down Leith Walk, which is honestly five ten minutes away from Princess Street. Uh, it's called the Baby Babyface Baker. And I better make sure I got that correct. You get the old Google up here. Uh, baby face. Baby, please don't go. No, that's the song. <laughs> baby faced Baker. Yeah, there you go. So that's Babyface Baker, 341 Leith Walk, Edinburgh. Uh, I can't recommend it highly enough. 
Absolutely delicious. Uh, well done to her for that achievement. Absolutely fantastic. So then we kicked around Edinburgh for a wee while. I don't know what else we really did. <laughs> Just sort of farted about. Went back to the market. We got a Christmas decoration for the tree. It's a Tinex caramel wee thing. Because a few years ago we got a little wooden crafted thing of the nativity scene. So I think every time we go to a Christmas market we're going to get a wee... Uh, Decoration for the tree, just to show that we were gone, prove that we were away, and then drove home. But before driving home, guys, Jesus, the Premier Inn is right by a Krispy Kreme, Krispy Kreme, Krispy Kreme, I don't know what you want to call it, one of the donut shops, Krispy Kreme, so I pronounce it, but, um, and they have a drive through And because of my job, I get a little discount with the blue light card, so, ha oh, ha, winner, winner. For the drive, we went and got some takeaway coffees, and I got a Fucking pat myself on the back here. Box of donuts for my old team at work who were working night shift that night. And I'm, you know, I wasn't going to see them over Christmas and very fond of my team. So why not? You know, went to the wee drive through thing, got the box of donuts and the coffees and all was well. And then we were going to stop in at a place that sells outlet cheaper sports apparel. And um, Charlotte likes her trainers. So why not? So we're driving along and Charlotte notices that her coffee just started to drip out of the bottom of the cup. Well, that's not good, because the last time I got a coffee from that Krispy Kreme was when I was down for training with um, a friend of mine, colleague Rachel, and my coffee also started to drip out of the cup. So I started laughing at Charlotte, like, oh, that's not good. <laughs> Joke was on me, because when I went to drink from my coffee, mine was leaking even worse. So I got like a full stream right down my fucking top and all over my lap. Didn't get burned. It wasn't one, you know, this isn't one of those stories like that Lady McDonald's that had her bits fucking fused to her leg with the hot coffee. Not one of those horror stories, but um, just the constant stream of coffee. It was funny. I took a video of it on Charlotte's phone, which I later tweeted to Krispy Kreme and they sent an email and <laughs> says maybe that cheeky fuck. So I tweeted them like, hey guys, um, what's going on? You make good donuts, but uh, kind of letting yourself down here with the cups. This is the second time in a row I've got a takeaway coffee from there and it's leaked on me. And they replied saying, oh no, do, 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 please uh, send us an email with your details. So, All right, cool. This isn't what I wanted, but why not? Send them an email. Now the guy very kindly said, um, we'd like to send you a voucher, we're sorry. So me being a cheeky little bastard. Uh, yeah. Replied saying, hey man, that's very kind. Look, I... Um, I live away up north. There's no Krispy Kreme up here. Um, the voucher has to be spent in a store. So I'm not going to use it. Can I ask for a mug? <laughs> Why not? You know, it's worth a try. Um, they have these lovely little mugs. You know, if you find like a Krispy Kreme in like a big mall, um, a little food court, you get a donut and a coffee, but it comes in these little, porcelain white mugs, but they come to like a point. Very sort of 1960s style. And uh, I really dug them. So I replied asking that. Like I said, unfortunately not, we can only send vouchers, but um, I'll increase the amount for the inconvenience. So if I'm ever down anywhere in the next year, and I imagine it's not arrived yet, maybe it's just bullishing me, I'm going to get some free donuts. Oh yeah, the video's on the YouTube, because it, I mean, the car smells lovely. It smells like coffee now, very thickly like coffee. If you like coffee, I can't recommend enough spilling black coffee fucking everywhere, but stinky. So that's that, you know, you might hear me getting some free donuts down the line. 
Like I said, it's not arrived yet. The guy could be lying. But then again, it was Christmas, so I'm not going to get upset. And then we came home back to our um, Dickensian flat. <laughs> was this in the last episode? No, if not, I'll just tell you very quickly. Yeah, the fucking electricity bill spiked to the point of our Tesco and we now light the flat with candles at night and that keeps the bill down a little bit. But uh, you, see, you see, we don't drink. Um, my parents went to Italy a few years ago and they asked if we wanted anything back. Probably thinking, like, oh, we've got a magnet. And me being a little twat, I was like, oh, can I get a Chianti bottle? And that's one of the bottles with the, like, straw wrapped around the bottom. Uh, the bottom half. If you've seen Lady and the Tramp, which you probably have, um, remember they have that famous spaghetti meatball scene where the tramp knocks the meatball across to her and it's like, oh, they're in love, and then they have the same bit of spaghetti. They have a Chianti bottle on the table and it's got the candle on the top. And the thing is, you stick candles in the bottle, and then over time, as the wax drips, it builds up on the outside, and it's this lovely little, probably tacky as fuck, but I like it, sort of candle holder. So we don't drink, so this bottle of Chianti's been in the spare room cupboard for a few years now. I've kept it on this side, I don't know if it keeps, I don't know anything about wine, to be honest, but yeah, I'd always planned to make one of those candle holders, and um, it's never happened. What we do drink is <laughs> Schler at Christmas. So I've taken one of our empty Schler bottles and stuck candles, or stuck a candle in the top, and the wax has dripped down it, and Charlotte fucking hates it. But um, there's no bits of wax or dot around the table here, so I'm going to have to clean that up. So yeah, plenty of wax everywhere, plenty of candles. Um, which reminds me, you know, because I remember Becca, hello Becca, wanted me to talk about things to watch, what we've been watching. Um, this year we haven't watched any Christmas films. <laughs> Christmas has just fucking sped past. Well, uh, well, it's a lie. We watched Heidi from 1937. It's a uh, Shirley Temple film. I think it's, I must say Bavarian, but I think it's Swiss, the story. The film's very American. Black and white, little lovely Christmas film. We watched that last year as well. You can watch it on YouTube for free. It's that older film. It's, you know, public domain and stuff like that. It's, it's lovely. It's cosy. Uh, we're watching a lot of black and white things at the moment. No colour on the TV. <laughs> yeah, you know, I watch my Twilight Zones and uh, we're watching the old Adams Family from the 60s on Amazon, which is funny. It's like 50 odd years old, but these things, they hold up. Um... Well, the reason we were watching that was because on Netflix, previously, we'd watched, I might as well go this last episode, the Wednesday program, which was like some sort of Harry Potter murder mystery sort of set in the world of Adam's Family. But if you have Amazon, the uh, the old Adam's Family from the 60s, they're on there, it's about 20 minutes in length each, and they're fantastic. You know, and I, I love all these old, like Bewitched, and obviously The Twilight Zone, and... Uh, I never really watched it, but I remember for my 21st, we went down to Edinburgh, which is when I got the haggis with the breakfast, and before we left, I was at Charlotte's, just waiting to leave, and we didn't have Sky TV in my house, um, but Charlotte's family did, and so I was in the living room on my own, and I started watching something called A Dream of Genie, which was another 1960s sitcom. What's the point of that story? Just a memory I have. I got started on by a Ned in Edinburgh back then. wonder he is now. Can't. 
But I think that's about everything, guys. You may have noticed, if you've been following for a while. Uh, oh, wait a minute, guys. Jesus. I fucked up. Did I fuck up, my dudes? <laughs> God. So I mentioned on Christmas Day, um, Charlotte very lovingly had cooked a Christmas dinner. Um, and we lived with a chihuahua. Not that she cooked the chihuahua, that's not the point of the story here. So I came home, fucking exhausted from work. I'd been, um, that's not, yeah, I'd be on the Aberdeen desk. What's the point of that? Nothing at all. Came home, flat smelled incredible. You know, there was turkey roasting in the oven, like a turkey breast roasting in the oven. She had vegetables, fucking roasting, prepped, all kinds of aromas, Christmas Eve candles lit. It was, oh, it's gonna say it's like a Christmas card, but um, you can't smell a Christmas card. Unless you want to start scratching since Christmas cards, in which case, hit me up. We can make a fortune. We um, came inside, flat smell, fantastic. No, that doesn't usually smell fantastic, but there was a different smell in the air, which is fine. And then we had dinner and everything, that was fine. And a few hours later, time for bed. Before going to bed, we're in the hallway, and the flat's not very well lit. As I've said, we're using candles. So before bed, you know, you're blowing them out. Um, Very dark, Charlotte serve. Does it smell okay in here? Do you, do you smell that? Maybe me tired, not want to have to go relight the candles or God forbid turn a light on. Fucking light is money. Oh uh, yeah, that's just that's just the dinner you cook, don't worry, yeah. It's just that's just the smell you get. Go to bed. Well guys, the dog had shot in the hallway. And um Charlotte obviously smelt it and I blamed her cooking, so uh, luckily she found it funny, but I, Charlotte, I do apologise, the dinner was delicious, it didn't smell at all like dog shit. Um. <laughs> oh, fucking Joella, moving on the kitchen. So my bad, that was how I fucked up. Um, yeah, like I say, I do apologise. I think I'll leave it there, guys. Now you may have noticed... This is what I was going to say before, if you've been following the podcast, that we now have a logo... Uh, very kindly, kindly, kindly made by my dear friend who will be credited as Kora, which I hope I'm pronouncing correctly because I do not speak Gaelic. Sorry. So we have a logo now, very exciting. For some reason, the Apple podcast isn't updating. I'm still getting the photograph of Hamish the cat on there. Well, we do have a logo and we have a YouTube channel. I managed to upload to the YouTube. Maybe you're listening to this on YouTube. Um... So I'm going to say these words, and holy fuck, I can't believe I'm saying it. Please do not forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Don't forget to smash that subscribe button, guys. In all seriousness, YouTube is the second most used search thing, search engine. So since having the page, the fucking, even the downloads have popped up, you know, the numbers are improving over podcasts. So it's, it just shows all these things sort of come together. And I have the wee video of the Krispy Kreme coffee leaking, if that's your jam. If you want to see what that looks like, it's on the <laughs> Maybe you want to see it. It's on there. Um, so I've got the old uh, YouTube there. And if you get so many subscribers and numbers viewed, you can end up monetizing things. So down the line, hopefully that is something that happens. I got in touch. I got in touch. I got an email from an actual company, like Proper Business, inquiring about advertising. And they wanted a media pack sent. So I looked up a media pack. And you send them, like, you know... A little explanation as to what you are, what your podcast is, you know. Um, you send them your fat, your stats. And this tiny little podcast that was using their example very kindly, 
their stats fucking were Goliath compared to mine. So I need to work on my stats before I try and get in these legitimate businesses. Yeah, so we're going to go with that. Right, guys, I'm going to leave that there. So just the plug of his fucking socials and things like that. So if you want to get us on YouTube, it's at Podcast Crack, capital P on Podcast, capital C on Crack. Uh, the logo is the photograph on YouTube. It's a sort of shield with the Crack Podcast on it. And the Twitter address, at Podcast Crack. It's the same, capital P on Podcast, capital C on Crack, at Podcast Crack. Get us on Instagram, thecrack.podcast, all lowercase. And don't forget to email Lynn with the crack podcast contact at gmail.com that's the crack podcast contact at gmail.com let me know how your christmas was let me know how you're getting on hope you're well um any new year's resolutions i don't know hope your year was nice hope 2022 was better than 2021 which i hope was better than fucking 2020 jesus hope everything's well and thanks to blackmail for the theme tune and a big thank you to coda for the logo this is the first episode with the logo very much appreciated. Very kind of you. So that's thank you, Blackbound, for the theme tune, Cora for the logo. But until next time, guys. Well, <laughs> see you next year. All that jazz. Be good to each other. All right. Take care of yourselves. Don't take any shit. All right. Be good. Talk to you next time, guys. Bye for now. <laughs>